What's going on, everybody? Welcome, 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 welcome back. Oh my god, to another edition, another installment, another episode of the Opinionated Brother After Dark Show, episode 100. We are episode, we are 100 episodes. And can we get, can we get some claps? Can we get some claps? Hold on, let me let me let me just let me just get my sound effects ready, cause I I gotta I, I gotta make sure the sound effects are ready. Let me make sure everything is up, cause we we need an audience applause real quick. Thank you so much, and I don't even know if you guys can hear that, but that's okay. Listen, a hundred episodes. Before I even get into all of that, first of all, good evening, good morning, and good afternoon to everybody that's listening to me, no matter if you're here in America or across the seas, across the water. We appreciate you so much. Thank you to our Patreons and our Facebook family for li- uh, for watching us right now exclusively. Um, you can... Um, um, you can watch us on Patreon with exclusive content, exclusive video content uh, that you can't get anywhere else, for real, for real. Um uh, $4 a month, you know, and hopefully uh, by that time we'll be having exclusive live shows and everything like that. A brother will be touring. You understand what I'm saying? So um, hopefully that, that you know, I'm, I'm manifesting that one. You know what I'm saying? The touring part for sure. Uh, check out our merch store. Uh, the link is in my bio. You feel me? Um, and yeah, that's about it. But let's get into 100 episodes. Here's the thing. I, first of all, I have to give a shout out big 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 shout out okay huge mega shout out to my boy hoodie dello mellow dello my boy deli zach you feel me who gave me the idea to come up with the show you feel what i'm saying he gave the idea to come up with the show Right. I will never forget it. Never, ever. Because looking at it now, because I didn't I forgot. I'm not even going to hold you up like I, I with everything that I was doing this week and how hard I was working this week, the, the way I was going. hard, I completely forgot that today was and in recording, you know, and that's what you guys be listening to is the 100th episode of the After Dark show. Right. And. It's amazing to me because my bro came up with this idea, right? And just sitting down in my dorm room, and this is when I was, you know, uh, going through my master's program at the time, sitting down in my dorm room, and and uh, we just, I think we was watching, I, I don't know what finals game we was watching, but we was watching the finals game. He was like, bro, have you ever thought about, like, just doing, like, an After Dark show? You know, because Joe Budden had that. And and at the time, I fucking loved Joe Budden, right? And and it, and it was a love-hate, but I more so loved him at the time than hated him. I'm, I'm more so in the middle now. He's he's he doing a lot. You know what I'm saying? He's doing a little bit too, too much. But that's neither here nor there. This ain't about him. It was literally like, oh, okay. That's a good idea. Let's 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 see how it goes, right? Let's 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 just do it. Let's just pop out the fucking equipment because I had the equipment there, and all my bros was there. We just did an episode. We um, you know, we chilling and we watching the game, and he just said, "Let's let's let's try it. Let's see what happens." And I'm like, "Shit, let's 
let's try it. And from that point on, that was the birth of the After Dark show. And and ever since the After Dark show, I think that propelled not only the opinionated brother, right, as just its own singular podcast and brand itself, but it propelled me <laughs> because I brought on people, I talked about shit that was After Dark worthy. You understand what I'm saying? Like, for me, it was like, I'm going to keep the the regular show in content, you know, entertainment-wise. And it, and it really taught me, it was a really a blueprint for me in how I wanted to, and how to give my energy, separate energy to different, to different projects and now podcasts that I'm now hosting, right? And I had to understand that. You understand what I'm saying? Like, energy... When I when I now that I have a network, right, I I, I feel like I'm at a point to where now I have a sol- solid, solidified network. You understand what I'm saying? Like my boy Darius, shout out to him in the Jungle as Hell podcast. Literally, that boy was like, he was like, bro, Ty got like three podcasts out here. They don't know when to break the door in. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying, and I'm like, no, nah, I actually got four. You feel me? So they really don't know when to break the door in. Like, I'm I'm. People will tell you that I'm spreading myself thin. For me, I'm 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 spreading myself out, right? Because continuously, as I continuously grow in my field, I continuously see people who are going this way, going that way, going this way, and staying in their one lane. And here's the thing: you can stay in your one lane, right? I remember when staying in in the the opinionated brothers lane was 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 madly great. Like it got comfortable. And then it got too comfortable. And then I had to step out, right? Here comes the R&B and Chill, the Devontae's World, the Black Men Win series, now podcast, right? And it was just things that I had to step out of to see if it could, it could work or not. And the Opinionated Brother After Dark really allowed me to really get a lot of shit off my chest let me tell the 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 after dark show was is is probably my most therapeutic show right and you can say i do five shows right if you want to include the after dark into my podcast directory of the thc network right um you can say i do five shows i don't include it because to me, the Opinionated Brothers one brand. Yes, I, I I I have two kinds of shows within that, but I don't. I I personally don't count it. But if you want to count it, you go ahead. So technically, you can say I do five, right? And I had to understand, like, yo, am I putting too much on myself? Am I doing too much? And when the Opinionated Brother came, I was like, okay. The uh, the After Dark came, I was like, oh yeah, two podcasts that I can do. Oh, this is lit. You feel what I'm saying? Like recording Monday, you know, recording Sundays and Wednesdays and posting them on Mondays and Thursdays. Those are my days. Like I I was like, I solidified my days, (laughs) right? Like, and even changing them and coming back, it was like my day, even coming back to like Mondays and Thursdays. Let me say that shit. Like it was such a refresher because people like the numbers reflected me coming back to my old schedule. It was like, yes. And like I said, the after dark gives me that that ther- that therapy. Like I come on here and talk shit. You feel me? 
shit that probably don't need to be talked. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, listen, I'm not hurting anybody. I'm really not. Like, I'm not talking about anybody bad. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being opinionated and giving and giving my given what I see, given what is is being portrayed to me. Right? And and sometimes I even come on here and, and bear my heart. I bear oh my God. There's episodes on episodes on episodes where I've bear my heart on this motherfucking platform. Especially the after dark show. That's why I said this 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 show in particular is the therapy show. Low key, you can go through probably like 20, 30 episodes of the After Dark show and find me sitting here like crying, talking about life, right? Getting on the After Dark show and just letting it all hang out and be like, this is this is what the fuck is going on. This shit is hard as fuck and I'm tired and I want to give the fuck up. Like it's been multiple times. And 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 again, looking at a hundred episodes, I can only imagine like where it's going to go afterwards because now the opinionated brother as a whole it has 275 episodes we're 275 episodes in as a whole unit you understand what i'm saying 165 episodes with the monday show with the regular degular show with the opinionated brother and then now we have the After Dark show, the After Dark, with 100 episodes. Man, let me tell you, longevity is great. <laughs> longevity is fucking amazing. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I prayed for longevity. And here's the thing. I had to, I had to like I said, I've been kicking myself in the ass. I had to, I had to really think about shit. Like, yo. I pray for longevity first, money second. Some And sometimes when you're not, you know, getting it like you want to, sometimes you got to, sometimes it, it feels like you have to. But no, you got to reset yourself. And I had to reset myself a couple times and be like, bro, longevity first. And even now, like looking at it, like, yo, 100 episodes again? Like, <laughs> oh, my God, I'm blessed. And great content nonetheless. Right? Getting better every day. Our our podcast versary is coming up. The opinionated brother as a whole will be four years old. On July 31st. It's amazing. And for me to 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 keep it 100, for me to keep it 100 on this platform as as much as I did to bear my heart as much as I did, like for me to care about what people think or to care about what people like, you shouldn't say this or you should. Man, this is my platform. I'm not going to be fake. I literally see and watch so many people on their platforms just sit here and be something that they're not. We talked about this on like. A couple of shows in the past. It just recently, actually, we talked about these media wars and people just getting content, having content. You know what I'm saying? And if you want to call it content, it's like slander when you when you slander other people's names just just to get a buck. 
right you want to talk bad on somebody name just to get a buck and then when they see you in the streets or when they ready to pop off on you then you then then it's no bro no you can have your opinion strong emotional opinion that's fact but when i see you just deliberately like when there's so many of us there's so many people and, and and let's keep it real. There's so many of us in media, right? Let's let's not tiptoe around that. There's so many of us in media who literally deliberately come out and wanna just destroy somebody's career. If you have the platform to do it, if you have the fucking followers to do it, it can be done. Right? It can be done. It can be tried, for real. And I'm blessed to say that I've never gone that route. I could have. I tell people all the time, I could have gone so many routes. Looking at it, I could have gone so many routes. I could have literally sat here and outed so much shit that I've seen, heard, got info, all of that shit. <laughs> Looking back at it, 206, what, 265, 75 episodes? I, I can't tell you, like, yo, this is, this is great. I'm proud of that. I'm proud that I keep it G. I'm proud that I keep it 100. I'm proud that that I, I don't I don't sit here and 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 have a platform where it's just one way or a negative way. Right, we could talk about negativity all the day, but we try to leave with love and light over here and leave with real love. I'm uh, what I'm saying comes with love, trust me. Strong love, opinionated love, and emotional love, but love. And I'm so thankful, so thankful to our listeners. Um, I really don't like to call y'all fans, our family. You feel what I'm saying? Our TLB family. You feel me? Um, who continues to pour into us, who continues to support us, who continues to love us, man. Thank you so much for rocking. Thank you so much for patience. Yikes. Podcasting will teach you so much patience. Does Do you hear me? I want to thank you. Whew. 100 episodes in the can. And we're not done. We're just getting fucking started. Listen. Like, my I was thinking, like, I'm on my Joe Budden shit right now. And even though he fucking up his network, I'm on my Joe Budden shit right now. I don't know if he fucking up his network. But I'm just saying, right? I don't know. It looked like he is, but nah. I've always been on that shit. I've, I, for me, I've always been on network shit, right? Building one, building one, building one. And then once, now that I see them are now building and getting to a place of, oh, they can kind of stand alone. Now I can get into my business shit. And it's great. It's great. It's great. When people thought my, you know, Tyronza Hickson Company was a, uh, uh, I was selling weed and shit like that, which I was, right? I sold weed. Absolutely. I had to make a dollar. Got an award for it. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I got an award for it. Like, what do you mean? You know what I'm saying? And people know the story. Y'all, y'all check. Listen, you know the story. Right, I got no war for this. Okay, 
because I was madly professional with my shit. And I had to make a dollar at the time. And I, I was very curious on how the weed selling world was. And it opened my eyes to a lot of shit. And that's why I stopped. I only did it for like, I want to say maybe, uh, maybe like a couple months. And it was just like, nah, okay, this is not my thing. Right. But again, got an award for it. I was really good at it. Um, I don't know where we went with that, but that's it. I want to say thank you to everybody. Thank you to Deli Zach for, you know, bringing the idea to the table. We're going to have him on later in the show. You feel what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, we're not going to end the show. Um, um, probably after you hear the end of the show, we're going to um, have Dell on. Or if he cannot come on uh, today, we're going to have him on uh for the next week um to come on the show so yeah that's what's going to happen but let's get into it because we still got a show to do you feel what i'm saying so let's talk about it let's talk about it let's bring up the docket bring up the docket let's bring up the docket hurry up all right all right um that's not what i wanted Where's my docket, bro? Where's my notes? Hey, where's my notes? Where's where's my notes? Where's my notes? Where's what's happening? Oh, there's is there's is. All right. So, I want to get into a Throwback Thursday segment. You, as we know, you feel what I'm saying. Our new Throwback Thursday segment. Throwback Thursday. Vacation Bible School. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? So it was this post I posted on our uh, on our Instagram page that said um, black kids didn't go to camp. We went to vacation Bible school, which if mostly if if you were black, um, this is like 80 to 85 percent true. You feel me? I remember my first vacation Bible school for real. Now, vacation Bible school in the hood. Uh, was basically going to the church, the small church, and just basically, you know, Bible study and chilling. That's what it was to me. That's what it was for us, you know, being in Detroit. I was I lived on Eight Mile at the time in Wyoming, or or my my actual daycare was near Seven Mile in Wyoming, um, by that KFC. And so, uh, you know, Vacation Bible School was really right there. But then I remember the actual first vacation for real Bible school that I went to. It was this camp, right? <laughs> which is which is fucking weird, right? Because it was this camp, right? It was this camp, and uh, it had bunk beds, and you know, um, it it was it was very. I was definitely out of my element, right? I was like, oh, no, this is not going to work for me, right? Now, mind you, it's it's probably, it's about like 20, it's a, it's a, no, 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 no. It's about 25 of us in this, in this one thing, right? They have about 12 to about 14 bunk beds in this, in this, in this one big ass loft, right? But they have a multitude of lofts because it was girls and boys. So, you know, girls sleeping about two or two, two to three of those. 
you know, the other boys sleep, you know, the boys sleeping, you know, to two or three of those, two, two to three of those. And, you know, it's bunk bags all around and shit like that. Okay, cool. No problem. <laughs> so, uh, I just, I, I really remember us going to the flag every morning. Every morning we would have to get up at 6 a.m. And we were there for a week. We were there from Monday. Like, they dropped us. Our parents dropped us off Sunday, Sunday, Sunday afternoon. Okay? We were there from Sunday afternoon to Sunday afternoon. You drop them off at 3, you come get them at 3. It was literally like that. And so, they, we would have to get up every morning. Monday, I remember Monday morning, we got up 6 a.m. 7 a.m., we are outside. Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States. I'm like, oh, hell no. In my head, I'm like, oh, hell no. I could be asleep. Like, <laughs> what? Seriously? I could be asleep. So then we go eat breakfast, and all the time they would have, like, they had a spread, right? So you could get bacon, eggs, sausage, uh, kind of home fries, potatoes, you know, hash browns, all of that, all of, you know, all of that good stuff. Right. And so then they will let you play from like, you know, eight to 10, you know, uh, in the park, you know, they had like, you could go play, you know, outside, you can go swim in the lake. I wasn't swimming in that goddamn lake cause the lake had leeches. And how I knew I had how I knew they had leeches is that one of the white kids that was there literally came out the water with a leech on his leg, pulled it off, like threw it and literally just went back into the water. I said, oh, no, 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 I'm I'm okay. Nope, I'm good. I'm not doing that. (laughs) I'm not doing that. So, um, you know. That was basically, it was like, you know, you can do arts and crafts one day. It was, uh, they always had an activity, right? Um, And I remember always getting stung by hornets in the back of my head, right? Literally, right here in the middle of my head, I will always get stung by some fucking hornets. And it would hurt like shit, right? And it would, and, and, and I knew they were coming. Because I'm glistening, right? I have a bald head. I have a taper fade. At the time, my mama was married to her uh, her second husband. And I hated the man because he used to take me to his, his friend who claimed he was a barber that didn't know how to do shit. And literally used to taper, like, taper bald fade my shit. Like, you can see thin hairs. Okay? So, it was literally bald. So I'm glistening, playing basketball and shit like that. Hornets going straight for my shit. I'm like, shit. Ah. Like, and you, I would have to get the shits out. Get the fucking stinger out. I don't know if that shit venomous or not. You know what I'm saying? Y'all not about to get me. I will always run to the counselor. It was one counselor that I liked. And she'd be like, all right, hold on. Let me see. Put some alcohol on that shit. And she would, and she, she would, she would make sure I'm good. You know what I'm saying? And I was one of them kids that just wanted to be in the crib because it's hot. Okay, I'm black. I'm black. Okay, 
they don't know if I'm African American. They don't know if I'm African. Hell, they don't know if I'm Jamaican. They don't know. They just know I'm black. I'm a black fat kid, okay? They don't know, okay? And so I'm sitting there like, yo, I'm hot. I'm ready to go. Okay, I'm ready to go. Okay, I'm ready to go. And this is just not helping. I'm tired. Okay, I'm tired. And so that was Vacation Bible School. The only best part about Vacation Bible School was that Vacation Bible School was uh, um, we had a camp. Like, we camped out in the woods, right? And it was so fun. And we did, like, marshmallows and s'mores. And, you know, we sung and, you know, played and shit like that. And it was really nice. That was probably the only way. And leaving. Like, that was great. Because I was like, this is... That was at that moment where I was like, oh, yeah, this is too kind of Caucasian and white for me. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not I'm, I'm not going to hold you. Like, I'm going to keep it 100. That was the first time where I was like, this is, this is too white and too Caucasian for my ass, period. Throwback Thursday segment. Let me know if y'all got one in the comments. Uh, we have NBA champions. Dun, 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 dun. Give a round of applause. Uh, Give a round of applause to the new NBA champions, your 2021 NBA world champions, the Milwaukee Bucks. Let's give them another round of applause. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, Milwaukee, I I, I had the Suns in seven, right? I'm not going to lie. Had the Suns in seven. After game five, I kind of figured that the Bucks were going to beat them, right? Now, if you would have told me that they had about 20 turnovers, the Bucks, 20 turnovers, and Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton are not playing offensively great, then I'm looking at the Suns like, what are you doing, Devin Booker? Because you only had 19 points. Uh, DeAndre Ayton was not aggressive enough in the paint. Um as Giannis was, uh, and I looked at Giannis and DeAndre Ayton, and I said, hmm, the interesting thing is DeAndre Ayton will get here again. He will. He will have to bulk up. He will have to do what Giannis did, bulk up, understand that he cannot, he's a true center, okay? You're not going to shoot the threes. Like, Giannis, Giannis going to shoot the threes because he don't give a fuck. But y'all are true centers, Okay? I believe DeAndre Ayton can be as dominant as Giannis. He has to believe that, though, right? And as they were talking at commentary, they were just like, he looks a little timid. He doesn't look like and, – and Ayton will – like I said, Ayton will get you 20 and 10, but we're in the NBA Finals. You know what I'm saying? And, yes, he's a young talent. He's a young star. I do believe he will – do the exact same of what Giannis did in his career. Become most improved player. Maybe win defensive player of the year. And maybe win a championship. You know, um, on that team. Because I think he can be an amazing star and an amazing asset. Um, he just has to believe in himself more. He just looked so defeated. And I would too after five fouls. You know, almost fouling out of the game. You know, but this is how you got to play. This is the NBA Finals, and I know neither team has been here. But you got to play hard. 
And for Giannis to get 50, almost 51, he should have got 51. But 50 points, 14 boards, five blocks. I think he had five assists, too. This man took it home. He said, I'm not going back to Arizona. I'm not going back to Arizona, bro. I'm not going back to that hot-ass state. I'm I'm not going back there. And he proved it. He literally proved it. He proved it time again and, 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 and time and time again. And it was great. You feel what I'm saying? It was amazing to see. It was great to see. Um, shout out to the Bucks. Uh, shout out to Chris Middleton. Shout out to um, Drew Holiday. Shout out to all of them boys. They killed it out there. You feel what I'm saying? Shout out to them. Uh, what else we got on the docket? Uh, Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith on his comments on Otani. Shout out to the po- uh, Party Podcast for uh, bringing this up. I really forgot about to talk about this. Um, so Stephen A. Smith is known for his uh, irate and kind of crazy rants. And sometimes his rants can go a little bit too far. And this one did. Uh, for you to say that, you know, the main attraction basically is going to have a hard time because he needs an interpreter and it's kind of hard for the MLB to kind of market that is um, disrespectful to Otani. First of all, that's disrespectful to him. Um, and yes, your comments were kind of outrageous. However, um, I pretty much think you were trying to say what white people are already saying honestly like let's we have to we have to keep it a whole being right sometimes i feel like stephen a says what the white man is saying behind closed doors right and that's what i feel like he was saying in this part was it very vicious and vile and disrespectful absolutely he should never said it right however they're saying it behind closed doors, right? That's not that's that's not to sit here and absolve him, but that's also to sit here and give a different perspective and think about it. Like, how many people are talking about you behind closed doors? Okay, I'm saying it out loud, even if it's in a disrespectful way, and my tone or or what I said was hurtful. This is what I'm saying. What I think he's saying is literally white people are like, we can't market them, nor the M- nor the MLB, because as everybody has been saying, the MLB has been very, very, very slow to literally integrate their um, their international talent for real to literally promote them at that level. Period. Otani is going crazy right now. He's going berserkers, and I don't even watch fucking baseball. I've been to a fuck. I've been to a couple of baseball games, but baseball is not my my the first sport for me to see. Right? It's not the one that's oh my god. Right? No, baseball will have its fans forever. Period. But it's not America's team anymore. Like, that's going into the NFL. The NFL still has that hold. The NBA is creeping little by little, right? 
But the NFL still has a hold. The MLB, even though it still gets its numbers and fans, marketable-wise, and literally <coughs> bringing those players to the forefront. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> you can't. You can't expect change when you're not doing the changing. You understand what I'm saying? If you're still having the mentality of, oh, well, we can just do it this way. No. <coughs> you're going to have to. You're going to have to do it better. Right? <coughs> Something's stuck in my throat. God damn. <coughs> Ugh. You're going to have to do it better. You're going to have to change it up. You're going to have to make some adjustments. I've been saying making adjustments for a long time. People need to make adjustments. You're going to have to make adjustments. Otani is your best player right now. Pitcher, batter. <clears throat> He's your main attraction, and a lot of us don't even know about him. Right? Everybody know about everybody has at least known about Devin Booker. Giannis, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday. You know what I'm saying? All of them. PJ Tucker. Shit. People probably know more Bobby Porters than fucking Otani. This is what I'm saying. The market ability, the marketable ability of the NBA is still in the 1900s. And yes, what Stephen A. said, <coughs> what Stephen A. said was wrong. But I don't think, I don't think he was wrong for saying it on television, Right? But they're saying it also behind closed doors. And again, this is not defending him. I just think Stephen A. says a lot of what the white man thinks behind closed doors. Period. I really think so. And yeah, he's going to take the flight. He's going to take the heat. But that's, what I, that's really what I think. When he says, I'm offering you a different perspective, I believe he's offering the white man's perspective behind closed doors because they're saying that. I I can I can bet ten out of ten that execs, corporate execs, execs, all of them in the MLB and beyond are saying what Stephen A is saying. Was it a slight to the Asian community? Absolutely. It was a disrespect it was disrespectful. But there is not a white person that I have seen publicly, mainstream, come out and say, oh, Stephen A is wrong for this. Let's keep it a bean. I, I personally haven't seen it. Now, if you can show me, show me. But I haven't seen it. I haven't seen nobody at ESPN sit here and, and go crazy. On, I haven't seen it. So, all I'm saying is... He's, he disre- he was disrespectful, but this is the disrespect that is happening and being said probably by your own owner and others 
behind your back. Make your money. You understand what I'm saying? Do your thing. But this is what's being said. And then sometimes I hate when people just be like, oh, you got to don't say that. This is what's being said to you behind closed doors. Then when you want it, then when it's out in the opening, you, it's so weird how the human race is. We want to sit here and get it and, 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 and want it in front of us. Then then when we know it's, ah, don't say, man, I don't, okay. Uh, Turkey Leg Hut is changing around its its dress code. So I remember the Turkey Leg Hut was literally getting a lot of flack for uh, changing around its 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 entire, um, you know, like dress code and shit. Niggas went crazy over that. I'm like, really? Why? Why are y'all going crazy like this? Um, so let's look at their change. Um, let's look at their dress code. Their new dress code. Because Twitter and Instagram and everybody went up in just a rush. You know, everybody just went up in a rush. Is it about to rain in this bitch? Oh, my God. Did I pick the wrong time to come outside? All right, look. All right. So all body parts must be completely covered. All cleavage, breasts, breast thighs, and buttocks must be completely covered. The only thing naked here is the turkey legs and the chicken wings. All right. Number two, no swimwear. Number three, no exposed undergarments. Number four, no house attire allowed. I mean, them damn furry ass slippers. Number five, no excessively revealing clothing. And number six, no obscene language or baggy clothing. Now, listen here. The turkey leg hut said what it said, and it's what it said. Okay? Don't go back and forth with the turkey leg hut because they will probably ban you from there. Now, here's the thing. I'm I'm, I'm going to make sure I'm covered. Okay? I'm going to make sure. Now, I don't get why, why black folks don't want to just be covered. they like, bro, just cover yourself. Okay? We're not saying you can't eat here. We're just saying this is our dress code now. If you can't abide by it, go to the turkey, uh, the turkey neck hut. Okay? fuck out of here like we you you can go there and get your turkey legs nick we don't care and the turkey leg is, is is very popular to the point where like if a few people say oh, i'm not going there so the fuck what i'll be there Let the next time i come news, i'll be there again because that shit was great fuck out of here it like so stupid um jeff bezos now as we we talked about um everybody going to space um the 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 virgin um wireless dude going to space and his shit and now jeff bezos going to space and his now the crazy thing is is he really went to space in like this old 1985 spaceship no 1945 spaceship that looked like it launched from the like literally from the 50s into space like it was crazy like this man launched every it looked like a penis. It looked like a big ass penis. But this nigga looked, you know, he got up in there and uh <laughs> no pun intended. He uh he got up in the space and um I think they say he reached the edge of the uh the edge of space or something like that. So shout out to him, man. Um spending all that money. That's that is what you know it 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 goes to. And then there was a meme out there that said, you know, it's crazy that you can have a divorce where you get fifty million dollars and your man go uh 
go to another planet or go out the country or some shit like that. And it's funny. It's just like, wow, that's crazy as hell. She got $50 billion, bro. With stocks and all that shit. She's living. It's lit. Uh, Sean King under fire. Now, for me, I was a big Sean King fan for a long time. I'm not even going to hold you. I was a big Sean King fan for a long time. But after, who careful, careful evaluation, research, and listening to the mothers of a lot of these, um, a lot of our uh, past brothers and sisters, um, such as Tamir Rice's mom, um, I had to look into Sean King a little bit differently. Like, hold up, bro. Are you really doing this for a check? Right. Not to. Are, are you really exploiting black death? Right. Here's the thing. White people are going to exploit black death. That's what it is. We know that for a fact. But then the argument comes into it. But why can't black people exploit black death? Because we're black and it's a moral compass that we have. You understand what I'm saying? I'm never going to exploit you for death. Right? I'm never going to do that. That shit is crazy to me. You understand what I'm saying? Why would I even go that far to even do that? Right? And so, you know, for those claims to be such fire on him and then him, you know, delete his his Twitter, deactivate his Twitter, deactivate his um his Instagram and or, you know, put his Instagram on private and, you know, because he's getting a lawsuit right now. It's just a lot of things where it's just like mm, a lot of you that were so, 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 so loud in these last couple years have now dialed down your voices so much. You understand what I'm saying? And and, and and if I'm crazy, let me know. But it's so many of them that I'm and I'm cocking my head to the side like, hmm, y'all have dialed down your voices so much. Now it's always oh, time to take a break. Now it's always time to. And I'm not saying you shouldn't take a break, but the way you're going about things. OK. In this era, there's always a way of how you go about things. And one little era of mistake will be caught by the internet. Literally, one era of mistake will be caught by the internet. Um I'm pretty I'm pretty hurt about the Sean King shit like I I it's sick to know that you know and and we've known this for a minute but when you have somebody like that, you know what I'm saying? Um you're like the the male version of that that one lady who claimed to be black and was actually just white. And yeah, yikes! Uh, <laughs> perfect butt in America, right? Um, perfect. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see. Da, 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 da. I'm texting Cordell right now. I'm gonna see if I can get him on the show next week because I've already recorded. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to mess it. I don't want to. I don't want to mess it. Ah, should. Ah, my God. I should have got him. Um. Well, you know what? I can record it, and then there we go. There we go. Boom, boom. boom. We got. We, we just. I'm just trying to make sure I get my man's on the show because he's a vital part of the hundredth episode. You feel what I'm saying? Um. So listen, we. Uh, where, where was I? Look. 
We are on um, the perfect butt in America. Jesus Christ, I'm sorry, y'all. We are on the perfect butt in America. Here's the thing. White lady comes on and says, the, um, the insider says that the perfect butt in America is this white lady with who has this the hmm man a lot of you a lot of a lot of women who don't have asses that are non-black or minority a lot of you women who don't have asses like i said who are non-black who are not black or minority are literally sitting here trying to do whatever you fucking can to get a fucking ass. And it's ridiculous. It's fucking sick. And you need to stop. She don't got no perfect ass. There's no ass there. Looking like a goddamn book cover. Like, what the fuck? You serious? Get... I was so mad when they showed that shit. I'm like, are you? We not doing this. We're not. Do- we're not doing this. Okay, insider. We're not doing this. Stop trying to keep it into a certain demographic. If you're saying you have a perfect ass for white folks, then there you go. But let's be honest. In my in my 27 years of living, I've seen a lot of more white girls with asses better than yours. So, bruh, sit down and chill the fuck out. All right. Um. And then, hold up. What's last, last topic? And then we out of here. What is with these 2021 women? No Jumper podcast literally had this girl on, was talking about how, and, and, and she's been on a lot of platforms at this point, talking about how she still has the nigga paying her bills because of the lifestyle that he provided when they were fucking around having a situation ship, whatever. And I'm like, what? Then there was a, a, a clip where a girl was like, you should pay my bills, take me out, pay my rent and all that shit because I'm beautiful. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> and then what I really laugh at because I laugh at them, but then I really, 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 really chuckle at you niggas who are gullible to go for it. Literally gullible enough to fucking go for it. Fucking dumb as hell. Are you serious? Yo, big mama made sure that you had food on the table and made sure to tell your stupid ass that literally make sure you got a woman that can cook nigga if she is burning water in the fucking kitchen kick her ass to the fucking curb fuck out of here you go really because you beautiful i'm handsome too what the fuck you think i I still gotta work (laughs) i still gotta hustle out in these streets fuck is you talking about oh is that your hustle right you're using the beauty in your brains to get what you ah that's your hustle got it i got it i got it oh shit i saw lightning but i got it 
I got it. All right, we out of here because I just saw lightning, and it's time to go inside. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, we will be back actually with Cordell. Uh, for the interview, so pause and stay right here. This is the t- uh, TOB After Dark show with your boy uh, Tyler Pie Guy. We'll be back. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. Welcome, welcome back. We about to get our brother Dale back on the show on, on the one hundredth episode of the Opinionated Brother After Dark. So we're about to call him in right now. Let's get him on the line. Let's get him on the line real quick. Hold on. Deli Zach. What's going on? Hold on. Let me get you. Let me get you right. Let me get you right. You on the you on the podcast, my guy. Check my levels, check my vocals. You gotta check the vocals, check the levels. (laughs) What's goody, bro? My guy, man. Hey man, New York is a vibe, bro. Everybody outside, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, New Yorkers are outside, bro. New Yorkers are different, bro. I've said this on the podcast, bro. New Yorkers, y'all are some different ass motherfuckers, bro. Y'all are some mother- <laughs> y'all are some different ass motherfuckers. I I sometimes I just be like, y'all can just and just do that and just like niggas just be pissing anywhere. Like you see it, but then you don't just see it as frequently. But here in New York, you see it so much. Niggas just piss in the corner. They ain't going about their day. No wash the hands, no sanitization, nothing. Just nasty Ugh. fingers. I'm like, we worried about you out there, bro. Bro, bro man, oh, my man, good. Bro, well, we living, man. We living, bro. We are. We are on the 100th episode of the Opinionated Brother After Dark, in which my brother Deli Zach brung the idea. Now, the 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 story will go down in folklore, right? Like the story will always <laughs> the story will go down in folklore on how it got created. You feel me? And I always give props every time I talk about this show. I give props to Deli Zach, man, because my hey, man. you do, and I give you respect for that, because you're really still mission. I'm like, bro, it's like episode 50. He still be saying, like, hey, that's love, because right because it's, it's not. It was. Listen, I wasn't thinking about that shit. I can, I can honestly say I was not thinking about that shit. I wasn't. It never really crossed my mind. So when you brought it to the table, I'm like, okay, shit. Let me let's see how this shit works. And now we a hundred episodes in, bro. A hundred episodes in, bro. What? Tell the people, like, what? What got you to just say, like, let's just let's do an after dark show? Like, what? 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 What came through your mind when when that first like that first idea crossed? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was wild, man. I don't know if you remember the night, man. Bro, was, I remember like it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's so crazy to me. That's a hundred, but we were in your place downtown Grand Valley. Yeah. Um, we were just chilling, and I remember we were watching. I don't know if we were watching the game. Yeah, we was watching. Yeah. We was watching the NBA finals. It was like yeah. the it was the Cavs versus uh 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 Golden State, 
That's when KD went to the Warriors and shit, and everybody was on KD head. And you was just like, bro, have you did an After Dark show? Because it was just so much that we was talking about after the podcast that we did after the show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the setup. Right, it was like the setup was still there. We rhythm was rhythm at that point. We was just on yeah. a we was just on a tear. All three of us was just like we we talking shit. We we you know we got a little buzz going on. And then Cordell just puts out and says, like, yo, what a, what about an After Dark show? And we both listen to Joe Budden, right? Like, right. we both shout was listening out to, to Buds. Shout out to Buds, right? You feel what I'm saying? Because as I said, on as I said, you know, earlier, I, I don't fuck with Budden like that as I used to back in the day. You know, like, back then when he was just raw Joe Budden. <laughs> Man, <laughs> no, God. no. No filter, you know, beefs with everybody. He's so industry now. Now, I'm not saying he should have had beefs with everybody, but I'm just saying he's just gotten a lot of industry. But we'll get into that because I, 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 there's a few takes I need your opinion on. You understand what I'm saying? I, I can't just, I guess, can't have you not be on the show and not get your opinion on some shit. But literally, Cordell started this, and I will always pay homage and give him credit and give him respect and love to that idea because going through this going through this 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 process of, of growing my network and my podcast network I've come to realize like you you a lot of people don't give credit where credit is due and a lot of people um look at the podcast industry a lot like the music industry and I was like damn if you look at it like that yeah I'm I'm a I'm a musician. I just do podcast shit. Like it's, it's wild as hell. But I'm like, I don't want to be in that type of that have that type of aura about myself or that type of cockiness where I can't sit here and shout out the people that actually helped me get here. And without the the idea brought to my attention by by Deli Zach, you feel what I'm saying about the the After Dark show. I, I, the After Dark show wouldn't be here with a hundred episodes. That's fact. It, it, it's crazy, man. Like, but we people don't know we did it like literally that, like a few hours or so after the idea. We just was like, skip it. Let's do it now. Like, like yep. we here. So it's it's we got friends that's down to go. You know what I'm saying? That just like believes in it yeah, and man. like will like try things out with you. I think that's dope when you got a guy like that because because you you could have been like, uh, we'll see. Oh uh, yeah, you know, I, I could have. You let's know what I'm saying? Right now, like yeah. it was just like it was just like you you could we definitely could have been like, ah, oh, we'll see what happens. But no, we was just all in cahoots. Like, well, shit, let's let's see how this goes. And like I said, ever ever I can I can honestly say ever since that day, it's just been full steam. After dark ahead, I didn't like. I said I forgot today, earlier today when we recorded the show. I forgot. Like I'm like, oh shit, today's today's the hundredth episode recording. Oh fuck! <laughs> God damn, we didn't blew past a hundred episodes. Like I can't. It was it was so like whoa. We we got here super quick, or am I bullshitting? Like we just got here super fast. And I was just like, wow, that's crazy. That is crazy. 
Nah, I mean, shout out to the pod and the network in general, man. You go your thing, you can keep it pushing through a through a panty. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I through a panty, bro. It just shows, yeah. It just shows your 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 diligent work, man. So I know it it seems uh, quick, but man, you've been putting in work, man. You know I, it's been a long road. I appreciate that, man. I thank you again, man. We appreciate you on the podcast, and we appreciate your support to the podcast and the network, bro. For real, for real. Of course, man. All right, now that we got you here, all the all the softy talk out the way, bro. We got it. We I, I gotta get I gotta get a few takes on it. So first on the docket, bro. Off the rip, we got Giannis and the Bucks. Oh man, we uh, got Giannis and the Bucks, bro. We got them on. They the 2021 NBA World Champions. Your take on this series and on them winning the championship and you take on Giannis getting a 50 piece in game six the, the 50 piece nugget yo crazy, he went crazy dumb stupid uh, man I was you know if it was old times for real you already know me and, me and you and Pat be on here talking crazy talking um, fucking shy. nutty right uh, now <laughs> Hey, shout out to P, man. We Talking to, to, shout out to Peasy, man. Uh-huh. We went to watch the, the game yesterday, bro. Mm-hmm. We were so sure we are going to see a game seven. We are like, bro. you know what? Uh, the Suns is going to pull it out. We're going to see a good game seven. Because we, we wanted to see P to get that game. Yeah, 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 yeah. This was his, his golden opportunity. But you can just tell this last few games, last four games, the momentum was... They lost it, bro. Mm-hmm. They, they lost it. They came out of that last series hot. Mm-hmm. Devin Booker was looking untouchable. Mm-hmm. CP was looking untouchable. Um, but it just, they lost the momentum, bro. And Giannis wanted it too bad. You can just see the effort. You right. You can see the effort, bro. You right. It was different. I, th- I think what I um, what I said earlier, uh, like, CP3 in game six did what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um what like 20 24 points 25 points you know or 26 points somewhere in the high 20s he gave you but Devin Booker giving you 19 DeAndre Ayton not being aggressive enough is to your point who wanted it more because honestly the Suns had to look at it like this this was your this was your game seven and then if you win this game six you have to then go out and win another game seven this was your elimination game. Like, you're, you're done if, if you lose this. It's done. And Giannis, I said it. Giannis and them boys was like, I'm not trying to go back to Arizona. I'm not trying to go back to that hot-ass state, 110-degree weather. No. Giannis didn't want that free throw count. Yo. He didn't want that spot. Bro, if you, and here's the thing, bro. If you would have told me Giannis would have shot 17 of 19 from the fucking free throw line. Bruh. I would have told you, oh, yeah, they definitely winning this game. But Giannis has always been a streaky to not best free throw shooter. And, I mean, these finals, he has put on a free throw show. He, he sounds all the haters, right? He was shooting threes last night, wetty. Bro, like, I'm like, who is this? Who is this big yeah. nigga? Once we saw that, he was blocking everything. It was like, yeah, he, he different today. Like, we know what is, what's happening tonight. So, do you think that? Do you think Devin Booker will get there again? 
me and Pete were talking about it. I don't know. So, you know, the Lakers are looking for a point guard. Right. I think that CP is going to have to make some decisions. I think Devin, I don't know. That This was a run, man. Like, it was. This was a weird playoff in general. Like, right, absolutely. Did absolutely. not predict that these teams would get there. So, I don't know if next year, I feel like the Nets, the Lakers, they're going to look better next year. I think the powerhouse is going to come out better next year. And I'm doubtful about Devin, man. We're going to have so to you, see that might be a few years down the road, man. So, you're so you thinking so you, you thinking maybe Chris Paul to the Lakers? I'm, uh, let's say I'm praying that Chris Paul comes to the Lakers. <laughs> but, but, I hear that. I, I mean, hear that. Yeah. And, and I feel like CP, he just needs to go to a powerhouse team to get that chip, man. Yeah, I, I hear that. He has to get one, but... I think, you, you know what? Him to the Lakers should have happened way long ago when... Kobe and Dwight was there and shit like that, but we're not gonna get into that. But this is I if I don't know how long he has in Phoenix. I don't know if he's a restricted or unrestricted free agent after this season. But um if his contract is up after this season, I definitely would definitely would look for um LA to snatch him up real quick because that's a that's a that's a great facilitating group. You got Chris Paul, all around best point guard for real, um, floor general. You got LeBron and AD. Hopefully they're both healthy. Let's go, bro. Uh. Um, do you see Giannis and them staying and keeping, retaining their crown? Cause remember, now everybody listen, everybody. When KD did, when KD missed that three, turned into a two. His his foot was on the line, and shit like that. They could have listen at that moment. It could have been closed out. Could have been closed out. But you had luck was on your side, and they came back and whooped your ass. They did the same thing to Atlanta. Now down two zero again. They do the same thing to the Suns. Do you think they will come back and win another one? You know you heard them. Yeah, let, let's get another one next year. You know, you know, you know? Um, you know. I think that I think it's going to be a Toronto Raptor year. I think mm. this was the right team of good guys that worked together was in sync with a leader that was, you know, kind of unstoppable. Man, I, I but. Bucks next year, I'm, I'm not too confident, bro. Okay. I think that they're going to always be a perennial, like, powerhouse. Mm-hmm. But I think the Sixers going to move some things around. I think Jason Tatum wants smoke. Yeah, I think the Nets not going to let this slip by next year. I got man. You. So, so, the Bucks do it again, I'm going to be shot. I hear that. I hear that. Did you hear what Stephen A. said about Otani? Man, what is wrong with Stephen A.? <laughs> What is wrong with him, bro? So as as uh, as we talked about earlier, you know Stephen A. Smith, you know, you know said some wild shit about Otani. As I and I said on the and I said it, I said it, you know, and I and I might catch some flack for it, but I said it. Even though he was mad disrespectful, I feel like Stephen A. Smith in those moments says what white people say, just in front of the camera. Like. What he said about Otani, mad disrespectful. We don't want to hear that shit. But 
if you look at it as like, yo, this is probably something that has been said or even like mentioned and rumored secretly around the league, maybe his front office, maybe his his head heads of state up in there, the executives, the president, the owners. Because to me, if you saying that, if you really saying that, then your white heads of state are somewhat saying that behind closed doors. And Otani, there's that, and for, and and let me let me keep it a bean. That's not that's not disrespect to Otani because Otani is fucking the game up right now. I don't even watch baseball, so I was just like, he said something that was mad disrespectful. I'm glad he apologized. He wild as hell. But at the same time, I think we have to look at it as a lot of the shit that Stephen A. says, including this shit right here, when he just goes off like this, is probably what like white people are saying behind closed doors about the foreign players in the MLB. Because the MLB, the MLB has not changed its marketing curriculum for real in a hundred years, bro. We just we we just witnessed a Greek Nigerian. Win the NBA fucking finals. Dog, what? It's crazy. And that's what we know this all these sports are becoming more and more global. Exactly. And exactly. So it just it having be like that as a base of the MLB would make sense. Like, you know what I'm saying? The base of the NBA gonna be maybe Luca one year. You know what I'm saying? It's so right, it's just like right. It's like right. it's like what compelled you to say it but like like you said i think he's so used to that locker room rhetoric like it just slipped off the tongue a little bit exactly like, I said, like like you mentioned at least he apologized but then you go do the nigerian basketball slander it's just it yeah you gotta relax bro really I, I listen i get i get that team usa you know lost three in their exhibition games and won in nigeria but we have one coming from nigeria bro chill out like we blew yeah, them out 150, 150 something to 70 something. Like, we blew them out in the last. We had one coming. We had one coming from that. Yes. They was like, you're not doing it again. <laughs> they was like, you're not doing it again. But he just, he just, he just says a lot of shit that is damn, is damn disrespectful. Absolutely. But if we think about it to a degree, a lot of these people in these executive offices, white, black, blue, green, whatever, who have these corporate jobs who are working behind the desk that you play for are saying probably the same shit, maybe in a different tone and maybe in a different voice and maybe even nice to your face, but they saying it. And all that, all that stuff, bro. I feel like Stephen A puts that shit on his back. Like, listen, if I'm going to get ridiculed for saying the shit that is being said behind closed doors, then that's fine. I just feel like he'd be like, that's fine. Something like most of the time he'd be like, that's fine. Like, I apologize. Like, for real. Because it shouldn't have been said. But, nah, it needed to be said. <laughs> I be feeling like he'd just be like that sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. And he, he just he the star of... Really ESPN, bro. Like, the thing is, he's kind of a little bit protected. So he can, he can, Absolutely. He can wild out a little bit. You know, Absolutely. Hill type joint where he gone, but... Like the highest paid careful, sports man. analyst there right now. Yeah. Like, good God almighty. He that dude. He that dude. 
Bro, did you see Jeff Bezos flying into space? <laughs> your man's flew in a cock rocket. So I listened to your pod. I don't know if I listened to the pod or I saw you come on Facebook. I was like, bro, I heard about him going to space, but bro. I didn't know he had a cock rocket. Bro, this nigga had a. They they did a parody, and if y'all remember on um, I want to say Austin Powers when um. When that nigga Dr. Evil flew that goddamn cock rocket up into the space. <laughs> and everybody was like, you know, what is that? It's a long, big Johnson. Stand firm. And, you know, they were just doing all of that shit, He's making like, references to the... Is that a... It has two big nuts. Get your salty nuts. Get your nuts. <laughs> and, yo, they made a parody to that with his... With him, like lift off and shit because it really did look like a 1945 mad scientific cock rocket like I'm just like bro where did you get this shit from like I mean at least at least the nigga from Virgin Mobile had a uh, had a like a plane spaceship this nigga said no we're gonna do it for the cheap but the inside's gonna be dope as hell I don't care what the outside. See, Jeff Bezos, was, he, he didn't give a fuck. He said, I don't care what the goddamn outside look like. Okay? I'm going to fucking space, bitch. I don't care. I don't care. Get me up there. Get me up there. <laughs> little virgin mobile nigga already up there. I can't get up there. You know, bro, I just don't get what is our... I mean, of course, we need to get to space because the Earth is doomed in, like, whatever year. We know that. We know this. So one day, we're probably going to go to Mars or some shit. But right. Why is it? I feel like it's just as much as it costs to go up in space, man. Like, what is this? I think you can just do it reactively. Like, oh, you mm-hmm. want me trying to go to space? Let's just go to space. Let's go to space, too. So it's... I don't understand it. They, cool, they ain't doing shit, like, Dale. They ain't doing they shit. Up there. They just going, up, bro. They're paying millions and billions of dollars to go upstairs, up, 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 damn near upstairs to space, and to be there for no more than about thirty seconds to a minute. That's it. Like once, once Jeff Bezos came down, he came down in his little pod and shit like that. He popped the head off the goddamn dick and like this nigga just came down. I'm just like, you really look like you coming down on a spaceship, nigga. What type of shit did you make? And I'm like, y'all not doing nothing. Like niggas is in a whole pandemic. Niggas ain't working. Niggas is struggling. Niggas are dying. And y'all talking about space race? Space race for what? Y'all ain't doing nothing. Y'all didn't do shit up there. Y'all just went up there just to see, oh, my God, I went to space. Okay, well, come the fuck back down because you ain't doing shit. <laughs> come on back right. down. Come on back down. If you ain't if you ain't the ast- astronauts at NASA, come on back down. But you know what? That's what happens when you got more money than the fucking NASA. Man, isn't that crazy? Ain't that, that fucking crazy? Get something in space, bro. Y'all just doing it for fun? Bro, yeah. because I've been everywhere in the world, let me now go to fucking space. What? Wild. Because honestly, if I had that money, that mentality, shit, I'd be in space too, my nigga, if we done been everywhere in the world. Well, nigga, I guess the one place we haven't been is space. 
And see, the nigga from Virgin Mobile, he had to do it. This is, I think this is like his second time pre uh, preparing for it because one of his pilots died the first time, the first go round. I believe. Oh, I didn't know that. Like one of his pilots uh, 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 passed away. So he had to deal with that. Y'all niggas are killing niggas for your own benefit. Just to say we went to fucking space. I'm not I'm not about to risk my life for you just to say you went to space and not do anything. What are you doing? What's the purpose? Are you giving something? Are you doing something? Man, I don't know. I don't know. Crazy. I don't know. Last thing, Turkey Leg Hut. I don't know if you heard. Turkey Leg Hut has some has some dress code changes. Right? Had 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 a few had a few dress code changes that um wasn't wasn't really you know sitting well with Black America in Texas and on Black Twitter. So basically, what they saying is you can't wear um, no obscene clothing, right? With any uh, profanity or language on them. So you know all that nigga, 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 kill, 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 pow, 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 all that shit. You feel what I'm saying? Um, no, uh, uh, don't have your titties out. Don't have uh, your thighs and meat out, basically. Um, don't be showing all your body parts is what they saying. Um, you come in there clean cut, well dressed. Now we not now now they're not saying come in there as nuns. You know what I'm saying? You gotta come prayed up. Right? But what they're saying is I think the the crowd that has been coming maybe just look a little dingy. <laughs> and the turkey leg hood has become one of the uh most popular restaurants not only in texas but i believe in the country um because a lot of people stars celebrities you know athletes when they go to texas they go to the turkey leg hut. And so when you have that same sense of, you know, when you have that sense of popularity and that sense of um, growth and everything at such a significant rate, you're going to have to change some shit around. And when the owners is like, hey, we just want a dress code. You can't come in here looking like that. Looking dingy. I'm not going to come in there looking dingy. I don't know what the hoopla was about. Off top, I'm not. You yeah. feel me? I'm not going to come in there looking dingy. It's a fucking turkey leg hut. First of all, you're going to spend an arm and a turkey leg in that motherfucker. Okay? Because you're going to want a hookah. You're going to want... Uh, uh, you're going to want some probably some crawfish up in that bitch. You, and you're going to want a turkey leg. You're going to want to try a lot of food. So that means you got to come looking fire. Yeah, yeah. I think I heard something like that. So it's crazy now that you told me. I think that, bro, we went to Turkey Leg Hut. Mm -hmm. We went to Texas, man, and it was cool. It was a nice vibe, bro. It's an outside restaurant. Like we were literally outside, yep, smoking hookah, eating crawfish, yep. eating turkey legs, getting dirty. I don't know what we were doing. All drinking, 
So I get it. I I, I, I somewhat get it. I get like, it too. I, I, I get that you want to end up. We've seen a couple videos of people texting, like Culture Cafe, I think, was one. Like, mm-hmm. where like, no twerking on the on No the twerking seats, on like, the seats, bro. And here's the thing that's what that's what got y'all. But see, to, to the devil's advocate, to your point, that's what got y'all hype. Was the twerking on the seats and y'all having parties and the drinks and shit like that? And the woo, so I get it because now people feel a little disrespected. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and I respect you trying to hit your place of establishment, set your vibe, right? I think don't set the vibe so much, don't compromise your true identity, like. We as black people need to feel comfortable in spaces. We already Absolutely. go into white spaces, and they like, uh, like you have those red jeans, right, or right, right, have a right. White t-shirt. It's like, bro. So I think particularly like doing it, um, I respect keeping your brand, but don't do it to edge us out. Don't do it to edge out certain type of black people or certain type of people, bro. Absolutely. Like, we just trying to go to here to the regular person just want to go there and get a turkey leg. Absolutely. Absolutely. They just want to eat. And and I think that's what the and I think that's what they was just saying, Dale. I think you said it perfectly. I think you nailed it right on the head. Like the black people that you deem ratchet or dingy, right? Um, that built your establishment. Let's let's keep it a bean, right? The hustlers and the gangsters that came that continue to come to Turkey Leg Hut with their cars and everything that come to your establishment are the ones that built your establishment up, that put your shit on the map on Instagram. Yeah, the twerking was maybe a little bit too much for you, but that is what kind of made your establishment be as hype as what it was and why people wanted to come. You understand what I'm saying? Now, controlling the twerking and controlling the righteousness can be absolved. That, that, can, that can be controlled. But I think, like you said, regular people just want to come get a turkey leg. They just want to experience and if they don't look a certain way, I hope it's not, oh, we don't we don't want to seat you because you don't have on these type of clothes or you don't have on Fashion Nova or you don't got on Guess or FUBU or Gucci or whatever, you know, name brand, you know, whatever. So it's just like, I hope that they on the side of just this dress code is just to enact a little bit of control because I know things can get out of control. We, we ratchet. Black people, we ratchet. Okay, I get it. We ratchet. I get it. I get it. We 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 get hype when we get liquor in our system, and 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 you know hookah going and food dress hot outside too. I I get it. You want to show the thigh meat, the booty meat, the arms out. I I understand. Okay, I get it. So there has to be a happy medium. Come on, Turkey Leg Hut in the black community. We got to come to a happy medium. That's it. A a balance. We got to come to a balance. We got to come to a balance. Dale, we appreciate you for coming on the show, bro. We thank you, my guy. You feel me? The man behind the After Dark show, Deli Zach. You got any final words for the people before you head out, Brody? No nah, man, I just want to shout out to the pod to you, man, for continuing to like create content. We we all listen, man. I'm, I'm hearing Grand Rapids. I know people that still support you. So hey, man, thing, man, love. Um, I, I, of 
course, man. We we proud of you and it uh keep being great. We appreciate you, bro. Thank you so much. I'm gonna hit you up after the show. Of course, my guy. All right, Brody. Yeah. Yo, man, that was Deli Z on the ones and twos. You feel me? We appreciate him coming through. Listen, before we actually get out of here, there's one more thing I wanted to talk about. Um, as he said, you know, we, I, I, I moved out here to New York. You know, it's, it's, it'll be about a year in August, you know, August 22nd, for real, for real, I believe. And um, I really... Uh, we we I, I I moved over to Buzzsprout, you know, revamping and redoing everything that I needed to do for my podcast. And you know, we I, I really don't look at the numbers now, you know, when it comes to streams and everything. I kinda look at the cities and how we're charting and everything like that and and and, and look at where we're you know getting listened from and who's our biggest cities, biggest countries has always been a thing about me. Uh, and we did our top ten cities and as he said major supporters in grand rapids because grand rapids was the top city um over the past 10 episodes um uh via listenership right uh audially you understand what i'm saying and that's across all platforms that we are on and we are on all of them you understand what i'm saying and so for grand rapids to continuously support the kid uh it's amazing um i love you guys in grand rapids i thank you so much to all my uh people back home in Grand Rapids and Detroit because Detroit was also on the list number 10 you feel what I'm saying like Michigan came through right let's let's just read off the list really quick uh before we get out of here um the top 10 cities via listenership over the past 10 episodes number one Grand Rapids Michigan number two Houston Texas shout out we was just talking about Houston man shout out to Houston Texas we gotta come to a balance you feel me? Number three, Chicago. Shout out to all my sh- people in Chicago. Stop the violence in Chicago. Chicago, we got to chill out, man. Relax yourselves. Number four, Southfield, Michigan. We love you. Uh, five, Ashburn, VA. Ashburn has literally been a top five listener of the podcast for the last three years. So I want to give a personal shout out to everybody in Ashburn who listens to me. VA, stand up. We love you. Um Number six, Manhattan, New York, right up the damn street. You feel me? I'm low. I'm in East Harlem, New York, but I'm in New York, New York, right? So Manhattan is. I'm on the island. Shout out to everybody listening to me on in Manhattan, man. San Diego, number seven, Cali. We love you. Number eight, Kingston, New York. You feel me? I believe that is over in the uh, uh, Brooklyn area. So we appreciate you, everybody in Kingston, Brooklyn. Stand up. You feel me? Uh, Milford Mill, Maryland. Shout out to everybody there. I never knew. I never know what that is. There's some cities always that I never know where they at. A mill for mill, man. Shout out to y'all. And like I said, number 10, last city, but not least, is the home city. 313 stand up in the building, Detroit. I just want to say thank you so much, guys, for continuing to support the podcast, to continuing to love us, and continuing to be patient, like I said earlier, patient with us, grinding with us so much. We love you. We thank you. We thank you for your patience. We thank you for your support. We thank you for your endless love. And we're going to keep bringing this fire, bro, because we ain't done. A hundred episodes of the After Dark, we still going strong. We just getting fucking started. I tell y'all that all the goddamn time. We're just getting started. All right. I love you guys. Be good. Um, follow us on Instagram at um, 
T-O-B double underscore podcast. That's T-O-B double underscore P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Okay. Follow us on the gram and on Facebook. And then you can follow me personally, Ty the Pie Guy, at Ty the Pie Guy. That's T-Y-T-H-E-P-O-D-G-U-Y. All right. Make sure you follow us um, everywhere. Subscribe to our platforms. Subscribe to our Patreon. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, we love you. We thank you so much. Again, I thank Cordell again for coming on the show. And I love you guys. And we will see you guys on Monday for another Opinionated Brother episode for Monday. So y'all can wake up to some more crazy shit. You feel what I'm saying? I love y'all. Thank y'all. Peace, love, hair grease.